very nice. That was Thanks. clean, sweet, innocent. <laughs> Full of love and gratitude. Yeah, that was a very pretty intro. Thanks. <laughs> well, so we were out uh, last week because you went out of town. Mm-hmm. So what, what was your deal? Can you, can you tell our listenership what you were doing? Yeah, um, I uh, went to California for the first time in my whole life. <laughs> and I got on a plane, and I had not been on a plane in forever. And I was honored to sing alongside of a band um, called Soul Tribe. It's S-O-L, Tribe. And just kind of do some back, vo- back vocal work and kind of be at a festival and just really have a good time with my hair down all that. So I had a good time. Yeah, Very it was fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been out to California myself, so mm-hmm. so you enjoyed yourself? It was it was very beautiful. Mm. You know, I'm used to the coast like in Texas. Uh-huh. The Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's different when you're in in a whole different state, whole different region of the country. Different vibe. D- completely different vibe. Going on the beach, and, and it was so serene. Mm. Pelicans, like I saw a dolphin just, just going in and out <laughs> of the water. I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know? So it was very peaceful. The people there were really friendly. Uh, there was palm trees everywhere mm. um, in the region that I was um, at. And um, it was nice. It was nice to get away. Good. You know, this was on my vision board to travel. Hey, it's happening. You did it. It's coming alive. <laughs> like a Ouija board. <laughs> it's really but coming alive. But a good alive. one. <laughs> I, I don't plan that, you know, I plan to have other trips. So. Well, that's very good to hear. I'm glad it was a good experience. And um, yeah, so it made um, the following week, um, I think, way too hectic and <laughs> tiring to it was try to, like, fit in yeah. this as well. So we're we're back now after that break. Yeah, you know, you have to kind of, you know, kind of come back together and kind of get back on schedule type of thing. So I was, I was willing, but mm-hmm. my body was like, girl, yeah. you need to get some rest. Yeah. So that's what and I did. was for the best. Mm-hmm. How was your past week? It was great. I, um, so I went out to, uh, like a remote area of Texas with my family and rented like a little cabin out in the middle of nowhere, no cell service, which was great. And see the stars, so pretty, Hmm. so quiet, so peaceful. Um, I even thought like, man, like, why don't I just like buy like a little place out in the middle of nowhere? And um, just do private practice, like, from, like, telehealth and just, like, live, live like, a quiet life all by myself. <laughs> and I'm still thinking about it, you yeah. know? I might do that. Um, I might eventually do that, like, for, like, uh, like experiment with that. Like, rent, like, an Airbnb for, like, not just a week, but, like, say, like, two weeks in the middle of nowhere. And, like, see what I really think of that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I might be going crazy by the end of that time, but um, it's a nice fantasy anyway. I mean, at least a place to get away. You don't have to, like, be there, be there. But, it, like, yeah. say you want to, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get out of here. Like, you know, and just go to a nice mm-hmm. cabin. That's go true. Go somewhere and just kind of, uh, not cabin, but your home in the, in the woods. Mm-hmm. And relax. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I dream of being a witch in the woods, (laughs) (laughs) helping people um, uh, via telehealth and just being left alone. You know, with everything going on in the world, (laughs) sometimes we just want to be left alone. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. So I think um, the answer is probably like uh, more balanced. Like I need a dose of that or I need more more frequent doses of that. And um, it made me really think and reflect like how can I be like more like mindful and peaceful like in my everyday life um, in a more urban setting, right? Even though my home is like in a like a tight little neighborhood um, closer to like the inner part of the city. But, like, how could I have, like, a more, like, peaceful existence with mm-hmm. that? And so, like, I am going to really try, especially over the holiday season, to do some of those things. Like, really not watch TV. Like, unless I'm, like, sitting down, like, with, like, in a very, like, planned way. Like, we're going to watch this movie together. Um, but I'm not going to just, like, sit and mindlessly watch TV. I'm not going to just sit and play on my phone. Um, I'm going to try to be, like, a lot more, like... A lot more like self-aware and mindful and see how, where that takes me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you're saying like the Thanksgiving season that's coming up or really that's in the air right now, that's how you want to reflect more. It is, yeah. So I'm off. I uh, worked yesterday, but I'm off the rest of the week for Thanksgiving. And um, I really do want to, um, yeah, be more, a lot more reflective and not just kind of... Um, honestly like piss the time away right like I, I want to um really enjoy it mm-hmm. so like enjoying it's like like just making having more intentful time like to take in like experience like do fun things like with yourself with your family all that yeah yeah it's I mean even just things like like more like mindfully cleaning right like not mm-hmm. having the tv on in the background but like having like some really nice music and just like really focusing on what I'm doing and um doing like a really good job of it not thinking about the next thing I have to do or having to be somewhere at a certain time um even things like that like I really enjoy the same with like cooking like having like the day to which will be my day tomorrow um to just cook and Mm -hmm. like turn on some music that you like and like just be with yourself is so uh just relaxing and fulfilling Mm mm-hmm you know, just being purely just grateful for just even having the ability in so many ways. Having the resources, mm-hmm. having the kitchen too, being in the right mind too, and the ability, the willingness to even get up and do it and look forward to it. Um, to even be alive in doing it. Mm-hmm. You know? With so much going on in the world, I really reflect like I am alive today. Mm. Yeah. It's really something to, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that is kind of like our theme for today is, you know, having like the attitude of gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Having like seeking out gratitude in uh like in our everyday life by being like more more aware of the things that we have to be grateful for, like just waking up in the morning, having the resources to, mm-hmm. you know, I get to go to the grocery store tomorrow morning, which yeah, I put it off way too late. Um, but I get to go into my local HEB and I don't have to worry about what I'm putting in my cart. Like, I don't have to worry about like how much it's going to cost me. And I've definitely, that's not been the case at certain times in my life. I've definitely walked in <laughs> to my grocery store knowing I only had 
$32 in my account or whatever it was. I definitely overdrafted on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like been like, okay, what's, I'm going to get a box of ramen and a box of cereal. <laughs> And, and that's that's where we're at I'm today. I'm about to yeah. uh, season the noodles up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, you've worked hard to be where you are. So I can, I can, yeah, it's definitely things to be grateful for as you enjoy like how hard you've worked for yourself. You know. Yeah, and you know, just appreciating too, like that there are so many people um, that like don't don't like get the opportunities that you know like that I've had to to like prove myself and you know get new opportunities and um in a be in the financial position that I'm in you know which is by no means like extravagant <laughs> it's just middle class but like I'm still grateful for it like for sure mm. you know cuz I work you know we both do work with folks that um uh are not in that position you know that could um you know, through whatever the case may be, whatever life circumstances, um, are still having those worries. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. There's a lot we can all be grateful for, no matter what walk of life. I mean, hopefully we're acknowledging that, you know, like Mm -hmm. that we're really acknowledging like, okay, in this like crazy life that we're all still trying to understand, um, what can I be grateful for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back on uh, the area of relationships, when you think of what you've lived through and experienced in relationships, what do you what do you feel grateful for? Like, what do you feel like life has taught you, or other people have taught you, or experiences that you've held with other people that you look back on now and are are so grateful for? Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting answering this, but I'll, I'll answer it in kind of like with the different people in my life who've left a mark. And of course, I can't name everyone. My mom and my dad, what I've had to learn is be thankful for what they did right. Mm. And my parents, just to even say, I can look at my dad and look at my mom mm-hmm. and I know where I came from. Mm. That That right there. Yeah. You know... I can be mad at my mom and dad all I want about whatever happened in childhood. And there are things I can be upset about for sure. But I just, I have to take time to be like, I got to see who my father and my mother is in my own life experience. Mm -hmm. You know, there are things that are hurtful, but I see in my parents way, what they, what they tried with. And so I don't look at them like, oh, this is what... I didn't get which for me I always just wanted more emotional closeness mm. um and I didn't receive that in a lot of ways because they were struggling because of what where they came from and then also they're trying to provide for us and working two jobs and kind of just being in their own zone I had to be responsible for a lot at a very young age but I always remember my dad saying no high fructose corn syrup no this you eat healthy mm. I want Fruit Loops. No, Cheerios, Raisin Bread. That's all you eat every now. Like, I don't even know if that's the best cereal ever. <laughs> Better than Fruit Loops. <laughs> but in his own way, he was like, right, I may to... not be able to show you love, like, emotionally, like, hugs. Like, he would push me off of him, mm-hmm. like, get off of me, this and this and this. 
I never understood that. Like it was, it's very hard to say I love you still, even though I felt that in my heart. Mm -hmm. But he tried in his own way, like to redirect me, and I was like, that's a jewel. Even though I gotta like kind of deal with the pain of how the delivery was, he tried, and my mom for sure. Mm-hmm. So like with my parents, I've I instead of being like angry at them for whatever was not there, I cherish what was there, mm-hmm. and I do believe they love me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, um, and when I moved to a new town, I was bullied by this girl, oh. and uh, I'll try to make these stories short. And I, when I was ten, I was really like into the Lord. I gave my life to Christ, and like I was like I gotta like love my enemy, and I like took it serious. I could see you taking it very I was very serious. like, you know, you turn the other cheek. Like, oh. if somebody's harmful to you, that's because they need, they, it's not that you're, in my thought, it wasn't like you're judging the person. Mm-hmm. You're more like, they they don't know what love is yet. They're learning that. So it's not like, but it's not a condescending thought. Right. It's more of like, they just haven't arrived. Yeah. You know? And I'm just going to love them through this. Oh, this girl in fifth grade picked on me, picked on me, picked on me. And I knew I could beat her ass. <laughs> I was an athletic kid, but I was like, nah, what would Jesus do? You do right. You know, whatever. <laughs> One day in the courtyard, she spat up in my face. And I made a decision. And I know this is like, now I look back, I'm like, I should be that. <laughs> but no, like, I mean, I kind of like, I didn't turn my other cheek and be like, okay, can you spit here? <laughs> but I, I chose to kind of walk away. And that was like my faith, my belief. Mm-hmm. It kind of taught me about my character in that moment. Though I knew... And, and there's a whole bunch of, <laughs> I ain't no coward, I ain't no punk. But it taught me a lot in that moment about restraint and about wisdom and, like, looking at somebody hating you for the, and they're in their own sickness. And how, are, mm. how do you respond to that? Right, like, do not join that. Don't like, join do not, that. Yeah. And I knew I could take her. I wasn't afraid of her. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe now I'm looking at my 35-year-old mind. I'm like, I wasn't afraid of her. <laughs> but maybe in my mind I was, like, at that time. But I don't remember being necessarily scared of her. I just remember thinking, like, you're just not well. Anyway, that's one. My current <laughs> friendships I'm grateful for. Um, so one other relationship that I'm oddly thankful for is with an ex-partner. Not because I was in love with him or anything like that. I dated him back in 2018. And I we learned, and I ain't trying to be mean or judgmental, Okay. I ain't trying to throw out terms just because I've been hurt. Because honestly, I don't feel hurt anymore. Mm-hmm. Narcissism, when you read about it, is different than when you really experience it. How so? It's it's like you learn the textbook of like, okay, like being gas, like someone gaslighting you. Mm-hmm. Someone stonewalling you. Someone like one minute, like treating you like you're like the most beautiful person. And then dashing you off and being like completely... Like, just playing with your mind. I knew kind of about that because I had went through things in my childhood that I've overcome. But opening myself up to an intimate relationship like that and somebody tossing me about Mm. um, or attempting to and me kind of like, whoa, I'm wobbling. What's happening here? Um, I'm grateful that I got out of that situation and whatever happened, happened. And I'm grateful for the lessons that I learned. Because I had to love myself on a different level. Mm-hmm. To recognize that and be like, no, this is what's happening. Believe myself. And it also taught me in my life who was really supportive of me. Because mm-hmm. it'd be random friends just checking in. Like, you good, girl? Like, I didn't feel like they were like, oh, that's stupid. she's stupid or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really there for me. 
Because <laughs> I knew I never opened myself up like that before. Yeah, just noticing you and just being right. like, just checking in on you, not not yeah. judging you or trying to like control your life or tell you like what's what. Yeah, and there were some I told you so, but in a loving way. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't mind looking at like my error. It's not, it, I'm compassionate with myself as I do that. But what I mean by that is like my cousin, for instance, she's like, Remember, that was the guy you just moved in real quick with? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he moved into my apartment. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, it was three months. I didn't even know the fool. He moved in my, And she was like, ha, ah, remember how you were talking about that was really fast, but you were going to do it anyway? I was like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but we laugh about it. Yeah. And I feel, like, completely healed from it. It taught right. me a lot about myself. And your cousin's, like, laughing with right. you. Right. That you, happened, right? right? <laughs> like, oh, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no, like, oh, we're women and we make mistakes, you know. Yeah. We got to be grateful for heartbreak sometimes because if you allow it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. If you come from a compassionate way, you allow it to just say, hey, this is a chapter. I'm going to make it through. Not saying I, like, had it all figured out (laughs) along the way. I would cry, like, randomly. I would um, have to restrain myself from, like, social media stalking or knowing that he was in an immediate relationship afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he seemed like he was living his best life. I was just like, oh, okay. So, like, kind of <laughs> getting past that, knowing that, you know, there's just other things that, you know, I can honestly say I'm, like, you know, I'm grateful that I overcame that. I think it pivoted me in a way that, yeah, you really are a strong person. You know, whatever strength means to me. Um you overcame that when you opened yourself up mm. like you never did before. Mm-hmm. And you were good. Like you and I I tried to make sure I gave myself nutrition to heal from that. Yeah. Um it was up and down, but yeah. But yeah. My current friendships, like I was saying, I'm I'm very, very grateful for it, those people. Mm. Not like that, those people, but like those are my friends. But anyway, what about you? I mean, I've 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 shared quite a bit, but like how are you when it comes to relationships? Uh, well, I think of things that I'm grateful for like in like romantic relationships, like um there's probably like two areas that I think I'm most grateful for. Um most recently, you know, and I talked in like previous episodes about somebody that was not treating me well that um was like even just like I mean I would say verbally and emotionally abusive very very confusing um just a just a bad like little episode that I experienced with this person and then when it like um blew up like yet again it was just like what I'm grateful for now is feeling like oh like thank you for like taking it to that degree because now like I see like there's just the Evidence is so overwhelming that there is nothing I can do to make this right. I have been over backwards. I have accommodated. I have made excuses. I have talked with my therapist about it. I've talked with my friends about it. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, you know, we've cried about it. We've done it. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is literally nothing I can do to make this right, to make mm-hmm. it okay. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, so when I think about that, I, I I am grateful that I arrived at the place of, like, of just knowing that and, like, being, like, you know, when we talk about, like, in DBT, like, radical acceptance of reality, 
Like, that is my radical acceptance of reality. That, like, that is what it shall be. Like, there is nothing in my power that I can do to change something that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I also think about, like, um, like on the flip side, I, I do think about men that I've had, even if it was, like, brief relationships or we were just dating and it never really arrived at, like, a like a whole relationship or a committed relationship, I think about people that just treated me well, you know, that just, I mean, treated me with decency, you know, and I still think of those people with gratitude, um, you know, just knowing that they're out there, even if they're married now, it didn't work out between us for any reason. You know, I know that there's people out there that will treat me um, with just common courtesy and decency, will be respectful of my feelings, of my body, mm-hmm. um, and will just act as men with integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that you're out there because I've, I have seen you. I have seen yeah, you we'll, in the wild. We're going to speak you out <laughs> into existence. <laughs> you're real. <laughs> Sorry, I got emotional. I just... <laughs> You're so those real. are like the the two sides of the same coin when I think about relationships. And then in terms of like my friendships, I think I'm especially thankful for certainly like any friend in my life, but like social work friends like that really like like understand like the like the work and personal struggles and like the things that you take home with you and I don't know, like all the just nuances of being somebody that like works really, really hard to try to, you know, be the type of social worker that they want to be, right? And that in terms of how they treat people, the knowledge that they bring with them, um, acting with equanimity. (laughs) um, Yeah, trying to (laughs) get all their fucking documentation done, like um, this, that, and the other. But, like, there's just so many things but at the end of the day, like, also trying to balance, like, that you, you know, kind of meet people at their most vulnerable state. And, like, that, like, leaves an impression, like, in your spirit. Um, and that impression, like, doesn't always go away. And sometimes sometimes can be um, difficult to live with over time. And I think that, like, having friends, like, in the same, like, helping profession that really get that... Um, I mean, certainly helped me, like, just kind of process through that and, like, be able to stay in it and not get burned out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful for one of my professors. His name was, um, well, he was a man from Nigeria. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He was a really um, uh, good professor. So when I first got into school, like I've shared before, I was like, I'm too stupid for college. Like, I just didn't believe in myself or whatever. So anyway, I ended up getting accepted. I was like, what? And then I ended up being on the campus or whatever. So I went to the director of social work and I was like, hi, I'm a freshman here. And I just want to make sure that I'm just doing everything right. (laughs) These are my classes I'm taking. And I feel like he mentored me Mm -hmm. throughout the like my semesters of of undergrad. And um, one thing he taught me, he was like, you're not there to help people. You're there to help people help themselves. Mm remember that boundary and like just kind of mm-hmm. the coaching that he gave me or like the, the mentorship and direction and it really helped to balance that but I try to explain to my parents the other day about kind of like in a certain helping profession 
there's a certain level of like weight that is there. Just like if you're an EMS worker, someone who works in an emergency room, like I feel like those kind of professions, someone's like, oh yeah, I get it. Like it's heavy. Like, but then when you're like, well, social, oh, you can just pray about it. Like, <laughs> and I honor what my family told me, but they were like, you just need to pray about it. Like you're connected to the Lord. I'm like, I am, I think I am connected to the Lord. Monday through Friday. No, I think I carry the Lord with me 24-7, but people are allowed to feel kind of worn down still. Not yeah. worn down, but feel, let me just take a deep breath, you know, let me make sure I'm taking care of myself mm-hmm. type of thing. But I don't see myself doing anything else, so, like, other than, like, musical stuff, but I love social work, so... Saying like there's there's some things like I want to do or projects I want to work on, but like as far as like a career, like this is my career, and that is something to be grateful for instead mm-hmm. of like being like on the outside of like I don't know being say like a a teacher for example, and just being like man I I don't feel like I love teaching. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. really wanting to get out of teaching, but I don't know what I'm gonna do or. You know, I'd have to go back to school at this point. I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that is something huge to be grateful for, to be kind of, like, mid-career and mm-hmm. be like, you know, whew, I, I, I did it right. I myself going. <laughs> yeah, like, like, this <laughs> This is the one, you know. I've been abused by different, <laughs> like, employers. And I'm being abused. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the reality is I want to, like, work for myself and then serve, serve in that capacity. Right. But... Yeah, I can see myself for the rest of my life in some capacity doing social work. But there's a certain level of self-care that has to happen when you're working in certain fields of work. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're you're putting in a lot of emotional, psychological. Are you taking care of yourself psychologically and emotionally? Mm-hmm. Like, like physically, if somebody's working like with their arms, and okay, are you taking care of your body? You know, rest, all that stuff. I'm, that's the way I think of it. Does that make sense? It it does. I actually, like, um, I said this before we started recording, like, I am going to take a break from therapy for a while mm. of, like, receiving therapy, not giving therapy. Just because, like, it's it's not the thing that, like, I need right now the most. Like, mm-hmm. the thing I need to focus on is, like, for me, like, that like, mind-body connection of, mm-hmm. like, my sleep and my body and um meditation and reflection like those are the things that I'm really needing to like dig into right now mm-hmm. um like just like a more like mindful spirit mm-hmm. I read something on Instagram that was saying all therapists should have a therapist no excuse and I was like <laughs> I was like I completely understand the message and why that's being said mm-hmm I'm not, I don't think it should be mandated. I think that a therapist needs to be aware of their own triggers, their own warning signs, how they're taking good care of themselves, who's in their circles. I have a lot of friends that are therapists and I feel like I can share things and they give me great direction. And I'm like able to have that in that capacity. I know that's like a ther. I can't give you therapy ever. But what I mean is I feel okay, but I know that option's there if I know or recognize I need it. I don't know. Yeah, what do you I- think? You think like... <laughs> Therapists are mandated. Like, you need to have a therapist. Like, no excuses. Like, like what I read. No, I, I think it's um, I think it's a good idea to be in therapy, but, like, not necessarily all the time. I, I would say that for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's good to, like, have, like, periods where, like, you need it and then have, like, treatment breaks for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's, like, 
three months, six months, a year, and then you kind of kind of ebb and flow and go back into it. So it's never like over. Like for this period of my year, you know, of my life, I was in therapy for two years, and so then never again. Mm-hmm. But just like I don't know, I think just being like really mindful of what you do need, and and like you said, like recognizing that therapeutic works happen in all different kinds of ways Mm -hmm. and sometimes like what you need is like that social wellness or um you know paying attention to your physical wellness and sometimes that's something that therapy isn't what can give that to you it's not taking anything away from it you know but sometimes i mean but we only have so much focus so yeah i can only do so much over time like yeah yeah okay well, what do you think about like in your in your day to day life? What does gratitude look like for you? It's a little simple, but I think it's it's big. You know, there are a lot of things in this life that's inconsistent, <laughs> like the weather, especially here in Texas. Just a lot of different things, but like just just seeing the sunrise, I'm so grateful for that sunset. Or like when I wake up in the morning, I'm awake. Okay, cool. Like. <laughs> I'm just grateful for that, like, simplicity of just being alive. I think my apartment's humble. I've decorated quite a bit. (laughs) I'm just grateful to have a place to stay. Hmm. Just um, my mom and my dad and I, I've gone without talking to my mom. I'm mad at her. Like, just whatever, whatever's going on. But, like, just being able to call her and be like, okay, I can hear her voice. Or that, you know, things like that. But... I also have to be grateful if things are taken away. Can I still find something to be grateful for? Mm-hmm. But just simple things. I don't know. Just simple things. Yeah. Not so simple, but simple. Yeah, I think I go through periods like where I'm, um, like it's more like at the forefront of my mind, and then, and then times that like it's it's not so much and. Um, Like, I I can get in a place of, like, looking at, like, instead of, like, looking in at myself and saying, I'm so grateful that I have X, Y, and Z, you know, sometimes I look around and be like, well, why doesn't, you know, Tim next door, he doesn't have a car Mm -hmm. or whatever, and I feel guilty that I do, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. not really, that's not really helpful, and that certainly doesn't help the guy next door that doesn't have a car, right? And so I am trying to instead, like, just like I guess pay attention to like the energy I'm putting out into the world instead of just thinking like negatively about how kind of unjust some things are and how like without rhyme or reason some things are and just said you know I'm grateful that I that I do have these things Mm -hmm. um it doesn't mean that I deserve it any more than anybody else um but you know I still pay attention and I'm grateful that I do Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very grateful for, like, for my home. I have a very um, small but very cute little house. I have a little two-bedroom house that I love. It's perfect for me and my little dog. Um, I'm grateful that I have my family here. My family is healthy and happy. You know, I just spent the evening with my little niece, who's four, She's really growing. She is, and it's so cool to like 
every like family get together or holidays or you know things that you can remember that like you did when you were a little kid like now like sharing it with like a little one you know people say that but it's different until you experience it you know Mm -hmm. being able to like just see the world through their eyes and see like how like magical and fun things are and how like just present they are um is a great experience Hmm. yeah i haven't i haven't seen that i mean because i was growing with my sisters Mm-hmm. But, like, to be an adult and, like, witness that from, like, oh, the little child's, like, opening a present. <laughs> and, like, kind of seeing how they're, like, wow, pumpkin pie. Yeah, that's pumpkin pie. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah, we were at, um, at like, a, like, a holiday event this evening. And yeah. there was, like, music and lights and things like that. Like, a snow machine. And she mm-hmm. just danced her ass off. I mean... <laughs> Just so much energy, just dancing, dancing, dancing. And just like, just like that kind of energy is just so sweet and just, just so cool to just like put everything aside and just like dance your ass off in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like doing that now. I know you do. That's <laughs> why for you to say that. I was like, I think your niece and I have something in common. Uh, <laughs> I've seen you dance so hard that you had to limp back to your car. I, I have. <laughs> and I'll walk in my shoes. I ain't taking them off. Let's just power through. Let's be strong. You decided to wear these shoes. Don't do that. You, oh, my you God. Walk like, you walk with them shoes on. <laughs> well, anything else that you're, that you're grateful for, like, on the, on the day-to-day, things that you, that you notice or practices that you have? I find myself kind of going into my stresses and I have to remind myself of what I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, it's so like redirecting mm, yourself. I have to redirect myself. Whether it's as simple as the sunrise and sunset, if everything else is going wrong, that's there. You existed. No, I mean, like, <laughs> that sounds weird. Heartbeat, all that stuff. But then I started being grateful for other things. Like, wow, you know, man, I, you know, I did experience that. I... I I, I just, I'm grateful for whatever came my way in that particular chapter. So, I think the challenging thing is being grateful for things that are heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to um, try to be um, grateful for, like, hey, you know, that guy did you a favor. Like, you know, whatever <laughs> kind, mm-hmm. of, kind of mentality. Um, but, yeah. I do have, like, this... This one consistent practice, because I've tried, like, doing, like, gratitude journals and stuff, and I think those things are great. Um, I just haven't been able to, like, consistently stick with that. Maybe that's something I'd like to try again. But I do have this practice I do regularly of, like, when I'm driving and, like, say I'm driving to the office or home visits or running errands throughout my day. Like, I'll turn off the radio or podcast or whatever I was listening to, and I'll pick a color. So, like, for example, I'll pick, like, purple and on the way to wherever i'm driving i'll like notice all the purple whether it's flowers somebody's t-shirt some lady's handbag a car whatever it is and i know it's like it's a weird little thing but what Mm -hmm. i enjoy about it is like it it shuts out like all the noise and all the thoughts and it makes me think of like how like connected everything is like in our community once you start like looking around and paying attention you know Mm -hmm. so i think oh like that lady has no idea that i noticed her right after i noticed him and how like they're connected and um Mm -hmm. and it like just like slows my mind down enough to where i'm not just 
I'm not just thinking about the next three things I have to do or the next, like, two home visits. I'm just kind of, like, clearing, like, the junk out of my brain mm-hmm. for a minute. That's a good grounding exercise. Thanks. Yeah. That's really, and it's, like, kind of brings, you know, anxiety, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Well, any any words of wisdom or any um, thoughts that you want to go into Thanksgiving with? I think I'm gonna work, but I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have any thoughts of other than I'm not gonna be with any of my biological family. Um, but I'm just gonna try to create a, a fun day for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's ordering my favorite food. I'm ordering order Indian cuisine. And just kind of make it my own day. Because, like, I think Thanksgiving for people is a very, I mean, for me, it's been kind of painful sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think for many people, it becomes a painful time. Um, But you can make it your own and just, like, have a a great time of gratitude with yourself. So that's what I'm going to focus on. And whoever wants to join, I won't be with my biological, quote-unquote, family. Mm -hmm. But I'll be with, with great people who I consider, you know, family. Yeah, I love that because, you know, what? Mm-hmm. I think that applies whether you're, like, going home with family and you're looking forward to it, mm-hmm. you're not looking forward to it, or you're going to be doing something totally different is to, like, whatever you're doing, just, like, make it the best that you can for yourself mm-hmm. and, like, don't don't try to take on, like, other people's stuff. Yeah, and I will say, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of one of those holidays or why are you celebrating that? But that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Growing up, we didn't eat. We we had like turkey and dressing, but my mom would also make like like Liberian food. So we'd have African food, and that was our way. So like for me, I'm like I don't even feel like eating turkey. I want to really get my Indian cuisine from mm-hmm. a really cool restaurant and just have my own wine or mm-hmm. tequila. I don't know tequila, whatever I want to drink, <laughs> and just have a nice movie night or something. That sounds Whoever great. Whoever want to come over, I go there. Whatever. <laughs> I'm by myself, cool. We, what I want to share is you can make Thanksgiving, whatever holiday you're on, it's mm-hmm. a, a bomb time, whether you're with yourself or not. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. What What are you going to be doing? Uh, or what's your you know, message for the people? So I have like a pretty traditional Thanksgiving um, with family here in town. And I'm thinking it's going to be a very, uh, but like laid back, like very like laid back, low key thanksgiving um Mm -hmm. but i'm looking forward to it but i'm also like looking forward to like i love like coming together as a family like i love like the cooking and the activity in the kitchen and this and that Mm -hmm. but i love like i love like napping like afterwards like and listening Mm -hmm. to my family and just like being around them um and so i'm looking forward to that and then like and then just going home Uh (laughs) like to the peace and quiet of my house you go with your little foil like your plate left over yeah (laughs) absolutely you bring a glassware bowl or is it like the foil stage (laughs) (laughs) um we'll probably use like whatever like i bring like whatever dish i bring yeah okay that's what's up (laughs) so whatever you all are doing we wish you a happy Thanksgiving or just a, a good Thursday of your own making. Yeah, make it your own. If you have family, if you feel like you're going to go somewhere and get triggered, just say, you know what? I'm not going to go there. Like, why am I going to be triggered talking about politics? Well, who are you dating? And what? You know, what do you believe now? All that stuff. If, you, if it's going to be drama, just enjoy your own time. That's what I... 
Enjoy it. Live your life. Live right? your own life on your own terms. Seriously. All right. Well, if you haven't already, find us on Instagram. Instagram, Parallel Process. And please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. It does help us. And also, you can send us some comments on Instagram if there's things that you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, just go to Parallel Process. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Please. <laughs> Please. I want to know. <laughs> all right. We'll talk with you all next week. Bye-bye.